Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Users First. I'm Alessio Ferracuti, your host, UX and UI designer, and today our special guest is Alessio Romito, a UX designer and also a graduate from the UX Design Institute. With Alessio, we are going to answer the most common questions from UXDI students, as well as very common questions from people that are just now transitioning to UX design. Good morning, Alessio. Thanks for joining us today. How are you? Fine. Thank you for hosting me. It, uh, it's a pleasure to be with you today. Awesome. No, that's that's my pleasure, you know. And uh, thanks for joining us in uh, part two of answering the most common questions that UXDI students have and people transitioning to uh, UX. If you haven't checked out part one, um, go on Spotify and uh, make sure to watch it uh, or, or listen to it. It's with Stephanie, uh, UX designer in Manchester, and it's another great session, uh, just like today's. So Alessio, tell us a bit about yourself. Like, um, what's up with you, man? Like, how how did you get to UX design? What's uh, what's your background? Yeah, my my case, my background is uh, it's a bit different, a bit different from the, the usual path that the other UX designer can usually follow because I have a background uh, in uh, social sciences. So I studied uh, political science and communication, but while studying those matters, I've been always uh, interested in uh, technology and uh, especially in uh, in uh, designing interfaces. So I would say that I'm self-taught designer because I started uh, with uh, designing the first uh, WordPress website uh, just by, by myself. And uh, uh, since this this moment, I started reading. Also, I started sketching my first uh, interfaces. So that's uh, I would say the the, the, the things that uh, led me to to land on the, the UX uh, UX uh, on the UX field. So this combination of uh, social sciences, interesting interesting research, and on the other end, this uh, big passion about design, technology, and uh, especially, I would say, website interfaces. Mm-hmm. Awesome, man. So a big passion for technology and um, some some uh, political science background. So you must, you must have studied um, people's behaviors a lot, too, uh, I can imagine, right? Yeah, I was lucky because I, I studied uh, in uh, the Netherlands uh, at Maastricht University, also in Finland, where they focus a lot on research, on behavioral research. So, and that was in that time that I learned a lot about how to properly deliver research uh, on on users and uh, especially on on psychology, uh, how people so uh, react to a specific uh, situation in life, a specific scenario. So I would say that. Uh, this, uh, this background was really useful for me to understand, on one end, the importance of uh, delivering research, and on the other end, what kind of methodology you can apply to understand uh, the people and uh, the users, and uh, especially the kind of behaviors that you can expect once uh, someone interacts with, uh, with the interface, but on the so on a, on a specific scenario situation uh, in life, so it was really useful. Uh, I need to say, mm-hmm. awesome man! That that that's great to know, and uh, I hope that that people really understood this. That having a background in social science, uh, political science, philosophy, 
um, or a psychology, for example, is going to come, uh, is going to become like really useful in your career of UX design because UX design is a discipline where before you can actually design something and solve a problem, you need to understand that problem. But how do you understand uh, a problem? You have to talk to people, you have to observe people, you have to understand their behaviors, right? So having these backgrounds uh, from, from your previous career or from your previous studies is going to come really, really, really handy in your career. A lot of people that come from yeah. this background, like Alessio mentioned, move into research, and, uh, you know, but you can also be a UX and UI, UI designer in your future career. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, what you said. It's, uh, it's really important because at the end, it's, uh, uh, it's, it's important to, to understand that the UX, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a science. So it's based on evidence, on, on research. It's not just uh, doing some sketches on on paper or starting sketching on uh, XD or Figma, but there is uh, really some some uh, some scientific background that then uh, in the end lead you to uh, choose to uh, to design some specific interfaces. But uh, it's very important to uh, be aware of uh, of the methodology that you can apply, how you can uh, analyze uh, the user behavior, because without uh, those, uh, those, this background, you cannot satisfy your user. You cannot understand which interface can uh, can help the business to achieve uh, to achieve their the outcome. So it's really it's really important. Awesome, awesome, and um, yeah, I, I completely agree with that, a hundred percent, and I really like um, the way you explained it. You know, talking about the UX Design Institute, um, which we both graduated from about a year ago now it's been about a year now right yeah it's uh roughly in a uh, one year yeah because i remember when uh, we were on slack for the last on slack yeah the slack we, uh, mm. on slack. yeah it was i think one year and a half uh, so roughly one year and a half i think mm-hmm. yes that that's how uh, that's how people connect um on you uh for the ux design students are able to communicate with each other uh show their work on this uh, slack channel which is uh, an online community with uh job opportunities uh, for UX, uh, connecting with people, connecting with PMs. Uh, it's, it's a great platform that can be used for anything. But yeah, related to the UX Design Institute, uh, one of the uh, other uh, common questions that I get from students is, uh, did, the, did the diploma um, help you come with a satisfactory uh, portfolio for uh, the employment? Yeah, uh, definitely. I, I need to say that uh, the UX Institute, uh, Design Institute, represented the foundation which I started building a proper portfolio. Uh, so one of the reasons I, I choose to to uh, to subscribe for this for this course was basically because I um, I read a lot by myself, a lot of books, literature also I was as I tell you design interface by my own, but I didn't have a proper certification to demonstrate to the industry that uh, I was actually uh, so having uh, the, that specific skill. So that's why I started looking on uh, online, which would be uh, would be the the the, the good the good course to to uh, for for me to demonstrate uh, that skills. And uh, uh, one of the reasons I, I also choose Design Institute is because of the university certification. 
because uh, it's uh, it's good to uh, to know that you can trust uh, that kind of knowledge that is delivered from the institute and uh, it was in terms of portfolio uh, what i appreciated is that uh, you can follow each module at the end of each module you need to deliver something project based and uh, what you deliver then it's a piece of work that you can uh, just uh, uh, upload on your portfolio. So it's uh, really useful uh, because also you demonstrate not only the ability to design interface, but uh, how you can uh, solve user problem, what kind of methodology, the search methodology you are applying. So it, that's uh, usually what uh, the business and the use the, the industry is looking for. So. The ability, your ability to uh, solve user problem, pain points, and the kind of methodology you are uh, aware of, and you can uh, effectively apply to uh, to capture the most meaningful data. So that's uh, was really uh, useful. And one of the reasons why I choose to enroll in that course. Mm -hmm. No, uh, me as well. It really, it really. Um, I mean, that's great, you know, because you were doing UX. Um, you were doing UX even before. Um, even before you found out about the certificate, but you didn't know you didn't know how to show people that you were doing UX. So the diploma helped you put put all your knowledge together um, and help you also uh, increase your knowledge. And it yeah. gave you the possibility to to understand how to make a portfolio for for employment. And it yeah, did it, the same with me. Yeah, it gave me the 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 structure the uh, the structure on which. To uh, organize my uh, my my knowledge and also uh, how to show my skills because before I, I was just you know just randomly uh, picking knowledge uh, on on uh, on the books on the, on the internet but without having a proper structure. So once I started uh, attending the modules, the course, uh, so my uh, the structure and also my my idea about UX was really more clear than uh, it was before. So it was really uh, useful in that sense. Awesome, man. Awesome. Uh, one of the uh, one of the most other uh, common questions that uh, we usually get is uh, how was the, the, the course structured, right? You mentioned that at the end of the at the end of the core the diploma you 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 have like some modules about how to make your portfolio but um how was the structure and what do you what did you like about uh the structuring of the of the program uh, as i mentioned uh before uh, what i appreciated a lot is this uh project based uh, uh so uh, methodology that they were applying to to the course that was also really on, in line with but, uh, with what I learned in the Atmastic University, for example, in Finland, where <clears throat> the, 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 the methodology they apply is really problem-based. So I found that this problem-based and project-based methodology was also uh, applied at uh, UX Design Institute. So you follow each module. At the end of each module, you need to solve a problem. For example, you need to carry out interviews with users and uh, so understand what are their main pain points. And uh, so uh, you apply the methodology and then you need to deliver a piece of work on which you are going to be evaluated. So this structure is very useful because you not only are you learn a new, uh, new skills while following the module, but you need to, uh, to apply uh, that knowledge. So it's really a practical uh, problem-based, uh, so focused. So that's really uh, an added value compared to other 
course that you can uh, you can find online that are also useful but not uh, in the sense that you can uh, challenge yourself in uh, already applying the knowledge that you are uh, you are uh, so assimilating throughout the course so that's uh, that's really important another important point for for cho- for choosing the ux design institute yeah i i completely 100% i i completely agree 100% with that Another question that um, I usually get is, uh, you know, like, um, people after that they gain the diploma. Um, it, well, let me rephrase the question. Um, people want to are interested in in uh, in getting this diploma, right? But one of their concerns is, what is my actual chances of of uh, of getting a job? After after you you finish the course, like uh, do you do you find difficulty in the beginning, like looking for a job? Uh, what kind of job should you get? Yeah, uh, my my first suggestion would be, uh, especially to junior junior designer, is don't don't stop to to the diploma. So after the diploma, so you need to keep delivering your portfolio, and. The, you don't need to to do just uh, freelance jobs. I mean, you can uh, start a, a new project just by curiosity, curiosity, because you discover that maybe your mom or your grandmother are having a problem with a piece of interface. You need to start. You can start researching on it, because then in the end, I mean, uh, the industry and business wants to understand if you are able to solve problems. So my first suggestion is okay. The diploma is a uh, first grade starting point because you can demonstrate that you have the knowledge about the, the field but then you need to keep uh, building your your portfolio with uh, every every project every project that comes in your mind uh, it's uh, the important thing that you discover that people have a problem and you want to solve that problem and you can start uh, applying some pieces of uh, methodologies as methodologies and uh, understand uh, what this is the real problem that people are facing. And another suggestion is just, I mean, uh, uh, just be open to uh, commit mistakes because without committing mistakes, you cannot improve. So that's really fine to uh, to fail sometimes because, I mean, uh, it's a, another basis foundation for improving your skills. So that would be, would be my two suggestions for people looking for a job after after the diploma mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for sure yeah i mean um looking for a job is not easy it's definitely gonna take dedication so now that you have finished well once you will finish the diploma you will have a portfolio which will take some time to do um portfolio doesn't take a week it takes some research um you have to look at other designers what they're doing and then you come up with your own uh, portfolio once you have that uh then you can start looking for a job, and it's gonna take some time. Like Alessio mentioned, you know, you're gonna you're gonna get a lot of answers. There are gonna be uh, no's, a lot of no's, but you have to keep going. And another thing that you can do, um, you know, it was hard for me. It was hard for me too in the beginning. I I was wondering, you know, like where am I gonna get the job? Where where am I gonna go? Uh, should I apply every day? You know, I was wondering all these things. But um, <clears throat> there is a lot of things that you can do. Um, you can you can also apply yes job uh, for jobs online but um also you can uh, start a network networking and uh hopefully you'll get a, a reference maybe as an intern or as a or as a junior so you also have to accept 
you also have to accept uh, to be hired as an intern or as a junior in the beginning. So don't expect to 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 get paid like like a senior UX designer in the beginning. Uh, this is going to be you have to make that transition. You have to you have to go from uh, you have to go from uh, from not having experience in UX to to be a junior, and then you you'll be a senior. And you know. Uh, this is the the normal process. Uh, there shouldn't be any difficulty in it because this is this is an industry that is exploding. You just you just have to be consistent. That is pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. I would so would like also to uh, to add that uh, uh, you need to to really to be patient. So, for example, uh, to build my portfolio, I spent roughly one year and a half just working on my portfolio, mm. thinking about a new project, thinking out which kind of Research methodology uh, I was able to show uh, in the in the portfolio. I keep reading books, I keep reading literature, and other important things about networking. You can networking with people because you want to make connection useful for your next job, but mm-hmm. also ask for feedback. That's another yeah. good point. So mm-hmm. ask for feedback ask uh, what other senior design uh, senior designer think about your portfolio about your piece of job and uh, in this way it's uh, a, a be open to criticism because i mean uh, that's part of yeah. the ux uh, ux job you are, uh, and because i mean criticism and also feedback is a way to do for you to look for uh, for improvement but also mm-hmm. to i mean uh, explore new ways of approaching problems. So asking feedback is really valuable things. Mm-hmm. Related to this uh, topic that we're talking about right now, one of the other most common questions that uh, I've been getting a lot this year is, well, what is my hopes? What is my quotation? You know, what is my, <laughs> of like uh, other designers, <laughs> of the other uh, junior, junior designers? What is my hopes to get a job as junior designer, especially now with the pandemic, uh, many job postings require lots of your of your experience. Uh, what do you think about that, Alessio? Yeah, the first thing that I would say that uh, don't mind so much about uh, the job post. Uh, I mean, posting mentioning uh, three five years of experience. So always apply because I mean uh, you you never know what uh, can happen. Also because I see that uh, the UX field is really open to evaluate. Uh, uh, your skills sometimes then more than your experience if you are able to demonstrate those skills even though you don't have really three five years of experience you have a lot of possibilities to to get i mean a good chance uh, chance to 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 get a position uh, so that's uh, my first uh, my first suggestion always apply uh, so don't be discouraged by by the fact that they are mentioning the five years of experience and um, another things that you need to keep in consideration that uh, uh, don't apply uh, not only to the to the big company for the big companies so but uh, let's uh, consider also other fields for example now i'm seeing that a lot of uh, a lot of job posting in the medical health after the the pandemic because they start understanding the importance of uh, interacting with users uh, throughout uh, new technologies, so uh, more than it was in the past. So, for example, also the food and beverage field, so now needs to align with the new uh, pandemic scenario. So uh, there are new possibilities and opportunities, so don't always apply uh, so to, to big 
companies because I mean the possibilities also lie behind the other fields that you can uh, just discover and uh, last suggestion that I can give you also it's to uh, just ask people uh, on LinkedIn if they are uh, open to evaluate new position. So mm -hmm. even though you don't find the, the job posting online, so just ask because maybe they are going to evaluate to take you as an intern for the first months. And then if you are able to demonstrate your value, you are able to, I mean, to get a really permanent position in the company. So that would be my, uh, my idea to suggest to people looking now for a new job, especially junior designers. Hmm. Yeah, no, uh, I would like to add a couple of things on that. Um, that's great. You know, there is a big myth about, about job postings. Um, you'll see a lot of job postings that will say that, uh, you know, you need to have two to five years of experience. Uh, but, you know, like that is, that is not, uh, that is not true. That that's just something that uh, they make up uh, for for whatever reason to to make sure that they get the best candidates. But in a lot of in a lot of situations, uh, if you apply for a position, even that requires like uh, three years of experience and you don't have any, you know, if you have a decent portfolio and you know you 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 show you showcase your work and and uh, your background maybe with your studies and so on, you know, you still have the same chance as a person of five years of experience. So don't don't be afraid of that. And also, I would like to add something about uh, um, getting hired now with the pandemic, especially as a junior designer. Right now, we have a privilege, um, like Alessio say, said. You know, there is a lot of opportunities, especially in medical health and and uh, there is the the food uh, the food business. There is a lot of ways that um, there is a, like I mean I mean uh, restaurants are moving are moving online right now. So there is a lot of there is a lot of things that you could do for 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 businesses for for restaurants to be able to make this uh, seamless transition online so that customers can buy things online. So that's that's a good starting point that could be for your portfolio for your for your first uh, jobs until you find uh, what you want to do uh, maybe a company or so on. So you don't yes. have to uh, apply just for for a big company. There is a lot of things that you could do, and on top of that. Um, how can you how can you find jobs now with the pandemic? You have a as I was saying, you have a great privilege nowadays because you can apply wherever you want in the world. There is no limitations. Limitations could only be maybe visas, but you don't need to travel because you can work remotely. So, uh, really, yeah, there is a lot of uh, there is a lot of um, there is no limitations. Yeah, let's say let's say that way. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Mm -hmm. So uh, now you also see on LinkedIn. Uh, how many uh, companies, or, or especially also startups, are starting uh, posting just remote uh, remote job offers? Yeah. So uh, that was that's something that you see now, but it was almost impossible to see so to see before. So that's uh, a good uh, a good uh, opportunity now to start also applying if. You are uh, living uh, abroad and you find a, a job posting, a job offer interesting for you in another place over the world. Mm -hmm. And also let's consider that this way of working represents the future. So uh, so more more job offer offers are uh, coming with that, uh, that possibilities. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, for sure. And related to these uh, to this topic of uh, job postings and and finding a job, another uh, thing that I'm I'm commonly asked, and uh, other other people that graduate from the UX Design Institute also are asked very often is um, is by uh, people that that are afraid of the UI position. So if someone wants to be just a UX designer and they don't want to do uh, UI, do they need to know UI? And if there is a job posting that says UX and UI, uh, should they apply for it or and vice versa? Yeah, uh, I would say that there is uh, first a, a difference between uh, uh, so doing UI by yourself, so company asking you to design interface and knowing UI. Because I mean, uh, uh, as a UX designer, you need to know uh, uh, how user interface are structured. So let's think uh, just uh, for example about uh, information architecture. So if you uh, the company is asking you to deliver a heuristic evaluation about a piece of interface, for sure you need to to know uh, to the basic of UI. But this does not mean that you are uh, required to do uh, UI by yourself for being a UX uh, designer. So UX designer is a specific job, it's very much focused, very much focused on uh, delivering research, analyzing research, also facilitating uh, so uh, the, the 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 business in the way they can un- better understand so the user needs. So for example now. Now, uh, I would say that you see how the UX designer position, especially at more senior level, is moving toward uh, to be more a UX strategist position because it's really important to be able to facilitate the transition, the, the communication between the business and, uh, and uh, the user. So, uh, but UX designer is a specific job that is really much focused on research, analysis of data. So it's different from UI, uh, from UI designer position. But still, it's important that you uh, are mm-hmm. aware of the basic mm-hmm. of UI interfaces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think in the UX design issue diploma, you are taught uh, you are you are taught how to do you are taught the heuristics. So you're not definitely going to miss out on that. You are taught the basics of UI as well. Um, so once you finish the diploma, you should be able to, to be a UX and UI designer. However, if you just want to be a UX designer um, for whatever reason, or maybe just a researcher, which I think you later found out in your career what you want to do. So don't don't uh, bother too much on that in the beginning. In the beginning, just explore a bit everything. Then in a couple of years or three years, you, you can really specialize and do what you want. So don't, don't, don't stress on that. But yeah, in the beginning, uh, accept anything. Really, don't uh, don't don't be so picky about or, about UX or UI or uh, or UI. Just just yeah, accept every opportunity. <laughs> That's uh, I suggest. Now, what you mentioned is really it's really important. Uh, really, really agree on your your last point. So uh, when you start this uh, this job, you need to be open to to everything. So don't be uh, focused so much on the title. So I want to be a UX designer or UI designer. Just explore, explore the opportunities because maybe you are gonna start as a UX designer one day. You better understand that uh, you want to be a UI designer or you want to be both. So at the beginning, it's important to be to be open to explore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, uh, how, what kind, what uh, type, uh, what specific aspect of the field are you 
uh, are you more interest on so it's very important to be more explorative at mm-hmm. the beginning of your career mm-hmm. yeah yeah 100 do you need to code to be a ux designer alessio what's your thoughts on that <laughs> no that's uh, uh if uh, on uh, on uh, on the, the the dispute between ux and ui designer so I'm really open to uh, to evaluate uh, a mixture of both positions. So even myself, I'm, I deliver both UX and UI. I really hate this uh, requirement that you see sometimes on the job postings. So they require you to be able to code because, I mean, coding is a different job. But, I mean, if you're asking for to people to be UX designer, and you want to find a really good UX designer, you cannot expect them to code also to be able mm-hmm. to code. Because basically, you don't have time. If you are, yeah. if you want to deliver good UX, uh, good UX search, but also uh, a valuable uh, UI designer uh, as a, uh, for example, project. So you cannot, you basically don't have the time to, to, to be able to code and uh, uh, so that's uh, I would say that uh, this is a stupid requirement from uh, from the majority yeah. of, of uh, from some startups or companies if you uh, um, so encounter this kind of job posting my suggestion is just to skip it and to, to proceed with the next one because mm-hmm. they are not looking for UX they are looking yeah. for, for people to be able to do uh, mostly everything mm-hmm. so. I, I'd say Maybe not skip it. Um, it depends. It depends who is looking for. If it's a startup that is looking for like one UX designer, and then they say like you need to be coding too, then you know like uh, be careful with that because you're probably gonna do a lot of things. Uh, maybe maybe not skip it, Alessio. Uh, what I would do, um, my personal opinion, I would I would still apply for the position if it's a, if it's a medium medium large or medium organization company. Because in the end, like we were saying, you know, they require lots of years of experience. They require lots of things here and there. But what they really want is a person that can design a good interface. So all these requirements are a bit too scare to scare you away. Because what companies are, are do um, in the job postings, they're always looking for these design unicorn that doesn't exist. What is a so what is a design unicorn? Uh, it's a, it's a common uh, it's a common term used in the design industry. A unicorn doesn't exist, right? <laughs> so well, a, a UX design unicorn is a person that really doesn't exist, that does everything, that does UX, that does UI, that codes, that is a PM, uh, that, that, that does basically everything. A person like that doesn't exist. And if they exist, they're paid a lot of money and they're definitely not applying for that position. <laughs> that's that's all I'm going to say. So yeah, that can be big. What do you think, Alessio? No, you, no you, you, I think that if who should choose to apply so let's let's start for the thing that maybe the person that is posting that job offer has no clear ideas on who is looking for so uh, maybe they are looking for uh, their interest in UX but also they are interested in people being being able to code so that's the first point if you decide to apply so you need to accept the challenge especially during the interview that maybe you are uh, so you are responsible for directing them to understand better what they want so you need to to be aware of this of this then if you are going to uh, pick you so also so 
take in consideration that maybe you are gonna spend most most of your time doing different things at uh, at the same time. So me and with different things. So I mean, for example, one day you are required to to code a piece of interface. Uh, the other day you are required to deliver UX uh, UX search. But so you need to to be aware to be aware of that for sure. Uh, uh, when I, I say uh, I say stupid, I don't want to be uh, really rude in that sense. But stupid because uh, so it's uh, it's difficult to ask people to be a unicorn as you as you mentioned because a unicorn does not exist uh, so it's, it's difficult to find a unicorn but it's not uh, also fair for defending your uh, so your profession because it's really important that uh, as you ex designer you make clear what your ex designer can do mm-hmm. and also cannot do so that's uh, so it's really important also to set the boundaries otherwise yeah. you know, I mean uh, you risk to to encounter many challenges and also to don't really figure out what you are doing doing your job. Mm-hmm. Excellent point that you made there because when you know once you are invited for an interview or you're chatting over the phone for for an interview or whatever the approach is going to be, you need to you need to explain exactly what you do and what you don't do if they expect you to do something. Because then, like Alessio was saying, you're gonna be expected to do to do more more than what you what you can, and and uh, this is gonna be a problem, especially in the beginning. Because if you do more than what you uh, want to do, <laughs> could do, it's 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 going to lower your your learning curve because you're going to be focused on on so many different things that in the end uh, you might be you might be not focusing enough on on UX. And that's that's not good. You're you're in the beginning. You are there to learn. You're not there to work and get paid. That's my point of view. So just make no, sure no. you 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 clarify everything with the employer, with the with the with the human resources department or whoever is hiring. Just uh, you know, be very explicit and and always uh, explain. Always advocate UX design from the beginning. Don't uh, don't be underestimated and uh, don't expect. Don't expect that other people understand right away. Make sure that you explain what what UX designers do. As a matter of fact, uh, some time ago I was talking to someone, maybe in another podcast episode, I don't remember. And we talked about this, about coding, right? And I I think I asked him, like, uh, what would you think about UX designers? Do they need to code or not? And and, uh, this, this UX designer told me, Look, I'm a UX designer. If I if I code it too, I will I will be called a developer. You know, <laughs> he told me something like that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, true. That's, that's true. That's true. You know, like yeah. yeah. As a matter of fact, there is some job positions that are like UI developer or UX developer. You know, if you're asking for UX UX design, I mean, if you're asking for UX and UI designer, and your role is UX designer, that pretty much says it all. So no, yeah. no further explanation. <laughs> It's the, it's the same when you you are not going to ask a doctor to be a psychologist. Yeah. Why are you asking a UX designer to be a developer? So it's really a matter of advocating in the right way for your profession, and also mm-hmm. to take uh, because I mean the job that, then the job that you are getting is always you need to look at, the, at it at it as a, an opportunity to to learn and also to boost your skills. If you start doing uh, so many different things, uh, so that are not really related to UX, so also you can uh, underestimate uh, 
uh, your your possibility to to improve as a, a UX design in itself. So it's very important to be aware of it. But mm-hmm. there are people that I mean, there are people are interested also in, uh, in this mixture of uh, of positions. So, uh, but the importance yeah. is to be aware and to be clear about your expectation. Definitely, definitely, yes. You know, Alessio, there is a lot of people that uh, are transitioned to UX design from different backgrounds. Uh, I get a lot of people asking me, like, if it's possible to move uh, to move from from a background of uh, customer support, so like uh, talking over the phone to to customers, uh, transitioning to UX design. Do you think it's possible? What kind of what kind of skills do you think you you can you can take from from this background to UX design? Yeah, I think uh, UX is so broad that uh, so many people have the possibility to transition into UX and uh, also the experience that you can bring from previous job or previous I mean, uh, experience in your life are all beneficial uh, in the end for uh, a UX job. So especially for the customer care support. So, I mean, people that want to are willing to transition to UX. So I think it's really an added value because customer care meaning, I mean, dealing with people every day. Dealing with people means not only uh, so being able to talk by phone with them, also to design an interface that can help them to search for the right information, to um, take the right uh, task on uh, on the website, filling a form. So all these uh, these uh, variables that uh, uh, becomes really important once you also understand uh, the value of talking with users, interview users, delivering usability testing. So the, the transition, I think, is possible. You just need to change your mindset. So you don't care. Not only you don't care about uh, what happen, what's happening in the back end in managing your data or database, but you start to be more focused on how people interact with your interface, how people feel when they talk with you uh, to a chatbot or by phone. So it's uh, so having a people in the customer care aware of the UX, uh, the UX field, or the UX uh, methodology, uh, for sure is going to be an added value for, for the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree 100%. You can take a lot of skills from this background of customer support to UX design, so don't underestimate it if you're coming from one of these uh, one of these fields. You can really empathize with uh, with users and um, and you find a lot of uh, common um, you find a lot of things in common with uh, with the UX design field. As a matter of fact, uh, just to mention that real quick, you will learn in your career that uh, you will be in touch a lot with uh, with marketing departments and sales departments and, and customer support if you if you are a B B two B two C B two C business, but also for B two B, so business to business. Um, yeah, everything is gonna come really handy. Soft skills are extremely important. Let's see, which yeah, uh, sure. which uh, which website did you did you use for uh, making your portfolio? Yeah, in my case, I built my portfolio with WordPress, but just by myself. So basically, mm. but because I had previous experience uh, on that, so I started mm. really young in uh, doing stuff on on WordPress. Actually, also coding sometimes so it's a <laughs> i don't refuse coding uh, at all but <laughs> i think that it's a different stuff but uh, for example wordpress 
WordPress, uh, you on WordPress you have so many templates that you can uh, uh, buy for really uh, if you for, for a bunch of money um, that don't cost too much. So and with the template is easier for you to just upload your content. So I use WordPress. Also suggest, for example, to look for a plugin like Elementor. Uh, there is also this free version of Elementor that really helps you in uh, building your, your website. So I think the online version of a portfolio is useful, but also having a PDF version of your portfolio is, uh, is really important. Important. A lot of companies uh, ask you during the interview also for PDF portfolio. So on the, on your online portfolio, you can choose to choose what you can choose because they are just public information that uh, can be shown to everyone. Maybe in the PDF version, you can show more the uh, sort uh, version of your of your previous job, and so that is going to be useful during your interview and uh, uh, the recruiting process. Mm-hmm. For sure, man. For my portfolio last year when I graduated, I used I used Wix for the same reason of uh, why you you mentioned Elementor. It's a template; you just drag and drop stuff and and, and so on. Uh, it, it, uh, there is a lot of other platforms uh, that I suggest as well. Um, like for, there is Uxfolio, for example, which is a platform for UX designers to mm-hmm. to drag and drop your content. So no no need to. I think it's even free. So no need to no need to pay anything. No need to come up with anything fancy. To, it's all there. You just need to drag and drop images and and uh, and descriptions and titles. And there is also an Adobe portfolio feature that allows you to do that, so you might want to look into that. There is a there is a there is a few ways uh, to make your portfolio. Then it depends also on your uh, on your requirements. Uh, how 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 quickly do you need the portfolio? Do you need it in a month? Do you need it in two months? Do you need it in one year? Like Alessio did. Alessio had a little bit more time, so he he could take the time to to code it and to make sure that the alignments were right. Me, I did my portfolio in one month. Um, and I, I found job job is one month of login, as a matter of fact, and I did it with, with template drag and drop. So it really depends on, on your need and uh, that you can uh, find out uh, yourself. I hope I hope that these experiences were helpful for you to, to evaluate that. I have yeah, one... Actually, Sorry, go ahead. actually, I would like to mention that actually I saw a lot of great uh, portfolio in PDF, for example. So don't underestimate that. Uh, so that the value of also doing offline uh, stuff. So I I saw a lot of uh, great uh, prototypes. Uh, uh, so made with uh, with uh, PowerPoint. So they were really, really great. So uh, it's really also a matter of uh, um, the people you are approaching with. So most uh, most of the time, I mean, companies also uh, so tell you what kind of portfolio they expect. So be prepared also to, uh, to be flexible with your portfolio and look for the mm. requirement in job posting. So I think it's important. Yeah, that's that's true. And also another thing talking about portfolios now. Um for example, if you're looking for a position focused on UX and UI, um then make sure that in your portfolio you show that 
that's what you do. So you do you do UX and UI, you do a little bit of research, you find out what the problem is and how did you go about solving the problem? What kind of methodologies did you use? How did you involve other people in the team? Um, how did you involve other people in the team to help you solve that issue? And then in the end, what kind of uh, UI uh, UI solution did you did you give um, to, to to solve that problem? If you're looking for a, for a job as a researcher, for example, maybe focus on not much on the interface on the final interface, but focus on the methodologies that you used and why you use them and uh, what was what was the reason for for those kind of uh, methodologies but that's this is maybe too 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 much in detail for now that you're starting out your career but uh, I hope I hope it gives an idea uh, one last question uh, Alessio so uh, you know to 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 wrap up the podcast what uh, what um I mean, how do you like UX overall? You know, are you satisfied with your journey so far? You know, graduated from the UX Design Institute to uh, be in the position that you're in now as a UX designer? No, uh, I said, need to say that I really love what uh, what I do. So it's uh, what I love. Uh, so it's uh, the possibility to talk with users most of the time. So carry out uh, interviews, usability testing, so analyzing data, but also I mean, designing interface based on those data. So I think that uh, uh, the possibility that you have with the UX uh, in the UX field is uh, uh, all the time to talk with people, knowing new people, and also, so uh, it's interesting to see how people uses completely destroy your assumption or expectation. So you can, you need to be ready to be always surprised how people interact with the uh, with the interfaces, how people perceive the, the environment, the context, and the, the, for sure there are, there is also uh, there, there are also some challenges. So the most challenges challenge challenging part of the job is to uh, convince the business. So for example, it's really important it, that you start building so your persuasive skills so and be able to not only show the result of your research but to be able to get to your message and uh, convince the the business of the value of your research and how your research is going to impact in a positive way in terms of benefit for the business so uh, I think that that's a, that the challenge of the job when you interact with the business, but you know uh, if you are a people that uh, so loves to take challenge, mm-hmm. uh, so so you should look for UX because it's a really challenging mm-hmm. job in this in this sense. Yeah, I like what you said uh, right there. Me too. I'm really really happy with the with the transition that I've made and and um, you know I really like I really like what I do. And uh, I don't see myself doing um, anything else uh, for now, uh, other other than this. I'm really happy with my journey, with the people that I've met. It's you know the, the interviews, talking to people. Uh, it is really satisfying. And uh, when you see your your work going from an interview to to like a real thing that has just been coded, it feels like a great satisfaction. That that's all. Yeah. Right, man. Yeah, thanks a lot for coming for coming by. So, if someone wanted to contact you, and um, where can they where they can uh, contact you? Yeah, I would say that uh, uh, the LinkedIn is the easiest place to find me. So uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. I always answer 
to, to, to message, so I'm quite active on LinkedIn. So LinkedIn is the, the right place. Yeah, awesome. And also I can be contacted on LinkedIn or uh, uh, really anything else. I really use Instagram too. Uh, on the podcast, there should be a link to my website as well. So feel free to contact us, guys. And uh, I hope this podcast has been really, really useful. Again, this is part two of the most common questions from UX Design Institute students and uh, people looking to transition into UX. If you haven't checked out part one, uh, make sure to check it out. And I hope these couple of hours of uh, UX design chats have been really useful for you. And you know, make sure to check out uh, the next contact as well because uh, it will come useful into in uh, your career as we talk to uh, design leads and other people as well. Thanks, Alessio. Cheers. Thanks. Bye.